Oh, yes. It's Monday. It's a victory Monday, baby. Hit the high point, Brad. Let's go. The best day of the week. It's backdoor cover. I'm Micah. I'm joined by Brad Key. Brad, how are you? Micah, happy Monday to you, sir. Happy Monday to you. I always forget that Monday is your favorite day. It, it is the best day of the week. Everybody knows that. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Anyhow. You'll get that money today. Eh, yeah. It is a new week for making uh, that money. As I mentioned, it is a victory Monday. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys have won. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. We uh, The Missouri Tigers won. I am in first place in my pick and pool. And I got one victory in fantasy football out of my two leagues. So, you know, it's pretty good. Texas I know nobody won. cares about any of those things. Yeah, Texas won. We're going to keep it local. Yeah, at least um, somebody cares about that. I I mean, maybe. Maybe. Probably. Uh, but, yeah, so we're, we're on to a Monday. I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be a great week. Uh, the NFL is just the best. I don't, I don't really have much else to say other than there is no sporting event. There's just nothing. There's no game. There's no sport. There's no entertainment. There's nothing better than the National Football League. On Sunday, like, specifically. On Sundays. I mean, it's just it's just the best. The games are so good. They're so entertaining. It's perfect for television. I love it. Um, so we'll start with that. But the other thing we'll start with is Micah's Read of the Week, the newsletter, in your <laughs> inbox, coming at 11.15 Central Time today. Check it out. We went real heavy on Norm McDonald today. Okay. Uh, may he rest in peace. So I didn't write a whole lot. I just sort of shared a bunch of uh, Norm clips. Um, yeah, there's not a whole lot else to say. But check it out. I think you'll enjoy it. It's free. It's in your inbox every Monday around 11.15. Uh, and also, there's Mind of Micah this week. I, I haven't recorded anything yet, but I will. So that's exciting. Uh, and the most exciting thing that we can tell you about is earlybirdcbd.com slash BDC. You already know what it is. We've been talking about it now for a few weeks. Early bird CBD. These are full spectrum hemp gummies uh, that offer that are formulated for fun. Period. Period. I love them. You love them. Uh, they're available in in travel size packs. They're available in thirty packs. You can get them. Uh, take them on the go. You can keep them at home. I've been taking one to sleep. I really like it. It takes the ease. It takes the edge off. As I am. Uh, battling a war on carbs right now. I can't drink in the evening after a tough day of work. Nothing helps me like a little early bird CBD gummy. Full spectrum hemp. Uh, they ship to all 50 states. I think they're a great product. And if you go to earlybirdcbd.com slash BDC, I know there's a lot of letters in there, you'll save 20% on your first order. Nobody's giving you 20% off anything. You can get those sample packs for like 15 bucks with the discount. It's, it's worth it. Trust so, me. So uh, I was going to say, those sample packs are like the perfect gift. So this, this is my new thing when we have uh, guests on. So Mitch was on last week. I had a sample pack for him. I think it's four or five gummies in a pack. Uh, handed one off. It's a nice little uh, show warm-up gesture. If you've got a little gift that you need to give somebody, something to say thank you to somebody in your life, really good little gift pack. Um also, you know, shows you party, so that's cool. Uh, yeah, we're big I mean, fans, man. Again, 
this is this is a microdose of THC. This isn't just uh, you know one of those weird CBD gummies that they sell at uh, the the hippie pharmacy down the street. This, this is uh, this is formulated for fun. You will fail so, a drug you know, test yeah. if you take this. Just full transparency. Right. You you should That's know right. that. Yeah, there is THC in this, and you. Uh, it also contains it the maximum does. amount of THC allowed legally in Texas. So you know you're getting some bang for your buck. They're affordable. They're worth a shot. Uh, Earlybirdcbd.com slash BDC. All right, let's uh, let's get to the football. We'll start with the Sunday night game. The Chiefs uh, go to Baltimore and get beat by the Ravens in a super close game. I believe it's a one-point game. I don't have my computer in front You're of me. You're correct. 36-35 Ravens. I, this week is so shocking to me, man. Classic. Yeah. Really? I mean, this, like everything that I knew going into week two has proven to not be something that's true. Like, it's all false. And that starts with the Chiefs, who I thought were just unbeatable, and the Ravens, who are just injury-depleted. Everywhere you turn, every corner you turn, there's somebody injured in their backfield or on their defense or on their offensive line or somewhere or another. And they come out and just actually come back and, and put a pretty good little whipping on the Chiefs, which just totally... This was like the lock of the week for me. Chiefs minus three and a half. And wrong. Ravens come in and, and ruin that party. What were your takeaways? Well, I wouldn't call it a whipping. Uh, I still think the Chiefs are the better team. They, they have, they're weapon. probably going to go down. They're probably going to go down and win the game, except for a, a late fumble there at the end. Um, yeah, the so, uh, I mean, they, the Ravens put up twelve points to zero in the fourth quarter. Uh, Chiefs didn't score in the fourth, so I mean that's the difference there. Um, and and the Chiefs were on the move at the end. I, that being said, it's a great win for the for the Ravens. Uh, you never want to start the season zero and two. That would have been very tough. They, the Chiefs have been their boogeyman. I think Lamar called them their kryptonite. And to get that win's got to help them. I mean, it, these are teams with Super Bowl, uh, you know, Super Bowl dreams, obviously, and expectations. And you're not winning the Super Bowl in, in the AFC until you get through the Chiefs. That's that's kind of where they are. They are clearly the bar, even though they lost the Super Bowl and all those things. Um, I'm going down this, so, this box from score. From a mental standpoint, it's got to be helpful for, yeah. for the Ravens to know they can win. Versus the cream of the crop. like the, That's the best you, you're going to beat is the Chiefs. They're the best team in the league. I'm going down this box score, and like, I'm half expecting for it, the, even receiving to include Lamar Jackson as a productive member of that group. Like Lamar Jackson, 239 yards passing and a touchdown. Two picks, not great. But you go down to rushing, he's their lead rusher. He had 16 carries for 170 yards, two touchdowns. So like you keep on going down, you're like, is he throwing himself the ball too? Like, how is this happening? The guy, is, he's incredible. And in the fourth quarter, they just rode him. They're just like, just run. That's right. All the time. Yeah, and, you uh, know, especially Hollywood yeah, I'm Brown. I'm sure you saw the video of Harbaugh on the fourth down play <laughs> where he came over and was just like, you want to go for it? And Lamar's like, yeah, of course I want to go for it. They go for it, they win the game. Hollywood Brown is is uh, a perfect receiver for him. Well, Big still, play. he had such a shitty season last year, and this year, both back to back weeks, he's had really, really solid production. So it's just weird. I wonder if he was injured or something last year, because like I don't know what the difference is between yeah, this he year was and last a rookie year. Too. No, no, I mean, he was in receiver. year two, but yeah, he? yeah, he's in year three now. So like he wasn't part oh. of that class uh, with with like CD and all of them. Like he was a year or two before that. So like he's in his third uh, or fourth year now. It was just weird. He had a big slump last year. Uh, and then he came out and yeah, just has really kicked ass this year. Him and 
him and Lamar. So good to see it. I definitely did not predict that. Well, so that's the big statement game. We can also talk about a statement game from the best team in the NFC. I don't know how it's – like, I understand how Tom Brady is playing football still at 44, 45, however mm-hmm. old he is. I don't understand how he looks better than he's ever looked before. That doesn't make the a whole lot of sense, does it? Now, granted, he's got the best weapons he's ever had in his career. Uh, but he looks great. They have now scored 30 points in nine straight games, which is an NFL record, breaking an NFL record set by Tom Brady twice, <laughs> where the record was eight uh, with the Patriots. Uh, he had done that two separate times, and now he's done it nine nine games in a row. Uh, they look incredible. Tom Brady, I think he had five touchdown passes. This team uh, he did. is scary. Yeah, five and, touchdown, and 276 yards. They look like the best team in football at the moment. I mean, it's the best. The thing that's the most frightening is that defense. They're just total freaks on the defensive side of the ball. And then you have that potent of an offense and receiving core. Their, their running backs are pretty much trash, but does it really matter if you've got everything else really pretty much humming along? Uh, apparently uh, I, not. Leonard Fournette played pretty well, and, and they, they've got some talent there. I mean, they've got talent everywhere. And and to a certain extent, like they sort of become like the Brooklyn Nets, mm. where as the season goes along and guys, free agents are out there, or people get cut, like, they may end up with some with another piece here. There. I mean, Leonard sort of Fournette is like basically Blake Griffin. Yeah, because like, they picked him up yeah. randomly as like a somebody off the trash heap who's, you know, he hasn't come along and been a huge performer, but he could easily become that here this year. He, he can win you a game. Certainly. You know, it's just like Blake Griffin can win you a playoff game in a series when you need him. You don't need him 82 games. But Leonard Fournette can run for 160 yards in the playoffs and win you a game, you know. Um, they they look they look very solid. I, not that anyone could be surprised by this, but um, let's move on. Mm-hmm. The Arizona Cardinals uh, won a another great classic game yesterday. Minnesota misses a game winning field goal uh, as time expires. Speaking of classic, uh, Atlanta, yeah, uh, the, fucking poor Minnesota. I feel bad for them almost. <laughs> uh, they start the season zero and two. Now, granted, it's a 17-game season, not a 16-game season this year. So, 0-2 teams, probably they do have at least one more week to recover from a, a slow start. But uh, Arizona starts 2-0. and They feel, you know, that's pretty fortunate. Um, and Minnesota uh, yeah. looks 0-2, and that season looks like it can come crumbling down uh, pretty quickly. But we'll see. Well, they got the uh, Seahawks next, at- and then they got the Browns after that. Like, they they could easily be 0-4 here before they reach somebody who's an easy walkover in the lions, October 10th. So yeah, the Vikings are, uh, on red alert. I would think. Yeah. Uh, Arizona move into two and O though, looking like a contender. Um, and Kyler is incredible. He's, he's like, uh, he's a video game guy. The way that he makes dudes miss and then makes throws is very impressive. I heard a stat that like last year he was getting three seconds in the pocket before he was getting pressured. And this year there he's getting like five and a half seconds or something, almost like double the time. And you're just like, you know, if he's got time to cook, plus he's elusive, plus he can just reel off and just chunk one like 60 yards in the air, no problem off his back foot. That starts to be problematic. So if this offensive line continues to keep him clean, I think they're going to be, yeah, they're going to be something to be reckoned with for the rest of the season they clash with the rams october 3rd and that should be an interesting division 
divisional matchup yeah. there. That's a pretty good division too mm-hmm. with the uh, 49ers in it. Yeah, and the Seahawks, right? The, uh, yeah, that's a I think the most imp- Yeah, yeah, the most imp- which they had an all-time meltdown last last week. You know, there's sometimes you lose, and there's sometimes you just melt down. I Who's would consider they? that a joke. The Seattle Seahawks. Oh, you're talking about versus uh, Tennessee. Tennessee comes back to win that game in a way that should have never happened. Derrick uh, Henry Seattle, went nuts. Uh, Derrick Henry is a monster. Yeah, but it's he like looked Larry like Nunes, he was. Like, when you watch him, yeah. Take angle, be the, the biggest, strongest guy in the field, and the fastest. It's bizarre. It is weird. Uh, a huge win for Tennessee, avoiding an 0 2 start. Julio came My out most and went crazy, too. Yeah, and they and they took a, a touchdown away from him, which looked like a touchdown to me. Mm-hmm. Um, my most impressive team of the week, though, was the Buffalo Bills. I know, me too. Kicking the shit out of Miami. Like uh, I like Miami in that game. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I really like Miami. They did knock Tua out with a rib injury, but it was thirty-five nothing. I think. I mean, just just a colossal ass kicking. And if you had any questions whether Buffalo last season was a fluke, going thirteen and three, winning a playoff game. Mm. Uh, I think they've proven that this is a team to be reckoned with. This is a team that's talented. They've got good coaching. They have a scheme. They have a system. This this is a a scary team in the AFC. My only pushback on that is that two only threw five balls before he got hurt, and then it was the Jacoby Brissett show. And we know what it looks like if Jacoby Brissett is your quarterback, whether that be in New England or in Miami or wherever. It's, you know it's hardly serviceable. And if you're going against a team like the bills, that's just dynamic on both sides of the ball. You're in big trouble with, if Tua goes down and he did, he went down early. So 35 Oh, that's nothing to be that. I mean, versus Jacoby or not, that's a insane number in the NFL. So, uh, yeah, we'll see if the Deshaun Watson trade talk heat up. Uh, if, if Tua has to miss significant time, we'll see how that works. Although, you know, Who's to say? Yeah, that's just a whole other podcast. That whole Deshaun Watson thing. Yeah, that is, exactly. Um, to put it to put it mildly. Um, <laughs> let's see what else caught your attention this weekend, Brad. Rams and Colts was a good game. Um, I expected the Rams to roll there, and they didn't. The Bears beat the Bengals when I thought the Bengals were the far superior team. Not so fast. Uh, the Cowboys came out and beat the Chargers. This was a shocker to me. Uh, we'll get to that later. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff here that just flies out the page. What, what's what's the next storyline on your on your board here? Um, you know, yeah, the Raiders I mean, beating the Steelers they, was probably the next biggest shock to me. That may be that was a surprise to me as well. Uh, this Raiders team looks pretty good. They're two and zero with two pretty good wins. Going to Pittsburgh and beating the Steelers is is nothing to shake a stick at. Um, Another impressive team, the Panthers kicked the shit out of the Saints, 26-7. This is uh, – I'll talk about the Saints first. This, this is, is Jameis Winston. This is the Jameis Winston experience, though. He, picks, he looked no great in week down. one, and he looks terrible in week two. He's going to look great in week three. He's going to look miserable in week four. Mm-hmm. Like, he, it's, it's just a roller coaster. This, is, this guy's been a starter for three or four years. We know this is what happens when he's the starter. Um, and so we would anticipate that would continue. It's weird, fluky thing with, with none of the Saints coaches uh, being available and all that stuff. But, you know what else is strange? Uh, Alvin Panthers, Kamara, eight rushes for five yards. What the hell is that? I mean, they got behind early. The Panthers, 
are pretty good. They're two and zero, and they have two very winnable games coming up. Mm-hmm. Don't look out now, but they, this is a team to be uh, that's going to be a, a real playoff contender, um, likely starting four and zero. Another team with a very soft schedule who's two and zero. The Broncos twenty three thirteen over the Jaguars. There's not anything to say about this game, but uh, the Broncos should start four and zero. They've got. They've got easy wins. I mean, starting off Giants, Giants, Jags, it, Jets, could it get any better than that? It's, that's what you want. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Nice and easy, baby. Uh, just just wading into the, the, the season. They don't get anybody worth a damn until game four versus Baltimore. Yeah. Uh, we talked about 49ers beating the Eagles in a boring game, 17-11. Mm. The Eagles stank. stank. Uh, not as bad. Not as bad as the Jets, though. The Patriots kicked the shit out of them in New York, twenty-five to six. That quarterback threw a bunch of picks again. That's to be expected. Belichick picks on rookie quarterbacks. That's just how it's going to go. Yeah, and uh, let's the Thursday game. Washington beat the Giants uh, in a in a, a no, fun no. fight. Basically. Oh yeah, you're right. Thirty twenty-nine Washington in a stink fest. And then uh, let's talk about the Cowboys. The Cowboys uh, beat the Chargers. In L.A. in front of a crowd that was at least 60% Cowboys fan. <laughs> this is how it uh, goes. Conor McGregor was there, which is great. I, I love that. There's an amazing photo of the Cowboys, like, owner's box after the game. Everybody's celebrating. Conor's right in the middle. Tony Pollard, man. Uh, boy. Tony Pollard, Tony Pollard looks good. This Cowboys offense is, is dangerous. I, I'm not sold on their defense, but uh, they basically moved Micah. Um, what's the guy's name? Park. Micah Peters? Yeah, Peters. Parsons, Micah Parsons. Oh, you're right. Um, you're right. They moved. They moved him from linebacker to defensive end because uh, Demarcus Lawrence was out. He had eight pressures and a sack. He's never going back to linebacker. You the don't dude think is now so? a defensive end. I don't know, no, man. He, I think he's just that. I think that's why they drafted him so high. Is that he's that kind of a flexible, dynamic player? So, like when Lawrence comes back, they can shift him back to the to the middle linebacker position, and he's fast enough to still be, uh, you know, a big time player. For the uh, the defense from that spot, so he's great, man. He was a good pick. Yeah, he looked awfully good. I I wasn't sold on him, but he looks like uh, the best defensive player uh, in college football the year the last time he played, and he's he looks like the best rookie mm-hmm. defensive player at this point. Um, I I hate Mike McCarthy. Okay, I hate him. Mm-hmm. I hate him the most. He should have. I, in my mind, I know that Greg Zerlund made a 56-yard field goal to win the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is still a fireable offense that the game came down to this. Um, mm. Did you see the end of this game? Uh, no, I didn't see the very end of it. So, so walk me through it. So the Cowboys, I, uh, the Cowboys complete a pass mm-hmm. down the field. Mm-hmm. Um, the Cowboys trail by two they're driving down the field uh for the winning field goal they get their they i think it was a, a pass completed down down the middle tackled inside the field of play they have one timeout remaining and i believe there was like either 17 or 13 seconds left mm-hmm. and instead of calling a timeout and it was second down um instead of calling it a 36 seconds left three pills uh, let's see. You're reading the uh, recap right now. I'm trying to find it. I, I don't. I, I want to say it was 13 seconds. Um. Anyway, it, it, instead of calling timeout, they had one timeout left. They complete a pass down the middle. Instead of calling 
a timeout and then having third down to run like an eight-yard out pass or throw the ball to the end zone or do something, mm-hmm. do something to help out the kicker. They just let the clock run down to three seconds and then call the timeout and then made their kicker make a 56-yarder. Gotcha. It was crazy. You thought they and should have gotten the game, a little closer. Yes, and they had a timeout left. After the game, McCarthy was like, oh, uh, we just, you know, I, the clock went out or something. Like, he made some terrible excuse. It was a fireable offense. Mm. I hate that fat bitch. I'm over him. But they made uh, the field the goal. They won the game. It was a tie ball game. He he had him kick. Greg the leg kick from from deep. Hits it. Ball game. I don't know. You also expose yourself uh, to risk if you do run another play, unless it's like just a handoff to Zeke or Pollard up the middle, whatever. Uh, I'm with you. I mean, you can do more. Like, that's your job as a coach is to position your team in the best possible place to win. But they got the W, so you can't really fault him for it. But you did, didn't you? You do fault him. I still fault him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but you know what? Whatever. That's, the Cowboys win. They moved to one and one. Uh, this was the first game in 102 NFL seasons to be tied four, or to where the score came to 11 and a half times. Say that one more time. You win in and out. Uh, this is the first game in 102 NFL seasons where the the score at halftime was 14 to 11. Hmm. Okay. How about that? There you go. For you uh, math nerds. Yeah, nerd alert. Uh, that's it. That's it. That's all, yeah. I think we went through all these games. We'll be back later this week. There's college football to talk about. There's pro football. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's the Ryder Cup. I know Brad wants to talk about that. Yeah, we'll have to do a little Ryder Cup segment. Hopefully Peter the Irish guy will come for uh, – uh, the algo picks or whatever, and then we'll do some Ryder Cup stuff. That sounds good. And and uh, college football, we've got one more week of sort of a mediocre schedule before things get to conference play and things really pick up a little bit. But mm, uh, mm, we'll be back to preview that later this week. Play you out, baby. I'm glad you did, buddy. That's it. Check out Mind and Micah. Go to earlybirdcbd.com slash BDC. And until next time, fam. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening.